my mantra is kind of like, I call it 3D, right? Do, delete, and delegate. I myself is, I do everything. I fix the coffee, I do the slavery, and so does everybody else, right? And also when you delete, it's kind of like, what is really important? Because you get a lot of tasks and you get a lot of action. What is really important for the business and for people? I think when you are really good at delegate, you get people to grow. So I think they can, but it's, it's not just me at the drivers, it's everyone. Welcome to the Business Developer Podcast with Sujay, a source of inspiration for business developers. By listening to this podcast, you may gain some ideas, inspirations, or food for thought towards your own journey of developing your business successfully, now or in the near future. Thanks to each one of you who liked the previous episode with Anders Ingves, wherein we brought focus on people. Business is all about people. And when businesses focus on the growth of its people, then the growth of the business comes along with it. We also brought up topics at the intersection of sports and business and the learnings that could be drawn into business from the sports domain. In this episode, we shall learn from the immensely rich journey of a lifelong business developer, O.A. Holt. O.A. has been a business developer since he was a teenager, always on the move, never gets tired, and practices the philosophy of get it done. He has been associated with Microsoft, Spotify, Shinevik, Acast, to name a few. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming our guest, O.A. Holt. Hello, O.A. Welcome to the Business Developer Podcast. Thanks for taking out time to join this episode. Thank you very much, sir. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me. No, it's my pleasure to uh, just to give you a brief about this podcast. This is a source of inspiration for business developers. So I look to invite experts like you to come here, share your experience, to motivate and give some learnings back to the community of business developers here. Okay, I, tr- I do my best. <laughs> I do my best. Sure, looking forward to it. Thank you, Oif. So to get started, can you help us and the listeners learn about you? How many minutes do you have? Do you have hours or minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly old nowadays, man. I can give it a short recap, right? So I'm 50 plus now. But I think the, my, my red thread uh, throughout my career has been uh, sales and marketing and PR, I think, and to work with people. I think that would have been one of the you know benefits that, doesn't matter which company you work for, right? So I had a pleasure and, and opportunity to work for great companies such as Spotify, Apple, Microsoft, uh, and so on, right? Which is kind of amazing, right? But the last, uh, I think the last 10 years, I've been more into the entrepreneurial side. I have started my third company, which is great. So, um, I mean, e- even if you like working for these big, amazing companies, I think it's even more exciting to actually sit in the driver's seat yourself, right? I don't know what to say, but a long career. You, you can also find me if the people of interest and want to reach out. You find me on LinkedIn as well. I think it's a great tool to uh, network. So that's great, OA. I think this is quite a good background that speaks a lot because you've worked in established technology companies like Microsoft, Apple, Spotify, and then started as an entrepreneur. But how does your journey begin from since you became an adult? Can you take us? How did you get into this business development roles? What excites you? Yeah, I think it's a little bit unusual because if I look at my own career, I don't have like an academic background. 
you know, I, I went to the high school and that's that's about it, right? When I meet people, usually they, they come from, uh, they have MBAs and they go to KTH and stuff like that, right? Uh, so my school is probably the school of life, right? I think one of the benefits with that, you become really street smart, right? So uh, hands-on and, you know, I've always been very much hands-on and I, I'm not very hierarchic and I try to lead by examples, not by word. By doing that, kind of like do a great job, hopefully, and, and you get connected and you get a good reputation and, and suddenly you get a new opportunity to work somewhere else and then kind of like, you know, goes on from there, right? That's certainly a difference, you say, and you have learned in the school of life. If you can take your memories back to quite many years back, because I feel many listeners could be in that kind of a situation. You have worked in established technology companies, Microsoft, Apple, Spotify. Such an exciting journey that too. So what motivated you to jump onto a ship again back to start something on your own? Well, it is different, right? I think it's, it's tougher. I think when you, when you do have your own company as a startup, you kind of like work 24-7, right? I think the myth is like, oh, this is so cool and great. and you, It's hard work, man. But what I really excited me is kind of like because you do everything, right? When you work for companies such as Microsoft or Apple, it's kind of down to execution of other strategies, right? Now I actually can sit down and say, what's the strategy for ACAM? Not just doing the strategy, but actually implement it, right? So you do the strategy, you do the tactics, and you actually have to take the full responsibility for the actual outcome, right? That's what's so cool. Sitting in, a, in your office, get this great idea, great strategy plan, execute it and see the results kind of like a few days, a few weeks later, right? I think I have a hard time seeing myself going back to a big company, even if I love Spotify and Apple, it's a great company. But again, you know, the, the ability or an opportunity to, you know, sit in the driver's seat and, and drive this big ship or big boat or whatever you call it, right? And again, you also I think another, another thing is you have an opportunity to create your own team, right? At the A camp, me and Paul started, you know, a year ago. It was just me and him, and uh, now we are five people, six people actually, right? So how do you find them? How do you, you know, how do you create your own team and how do you create your own culture and your own values? And that's really gets me going. That's really gets me super excited. That's cool. So help our listeners learn about A camp. What is this A camp and? What really is the purpose for the existence of ACAMP beyond just be profit-oriented? Yeah, it's not just about profit. I, I agree with you. I had an RV, a uh, big van myself, for like five years now. And even if I love to camp, uh, which I really, really do, uh, the whole infrastructure around it was kind of bad. Because I, can't, I couldn't really search and find these unique, great places and when you have an RV, you don't you're not really keen to stand like these traditional camping sites with hundred other RVs, right? So uh, a couple of years ago, uh, these ideas start nagging me. We need to figure this one out. And I did some research. Can't find any any similar platform or marketplace, right? So first of all, is just to make sure you get a good battery camping experience to search, find, book. And pay for these unique great places and great experiences right at the same time you really promote you know local business 
and you know these local entrepreneurs. You know, if you look at Sweden as an example, I mean, the whole countryside is booming with local entrepreneurs. You have amazing restaurants, amazing farm shops, microbreweries, farmers, you know, what not, right? So not just promote this local experience, but also it's actually a big gap also between supply and demand. So if you look at Sweden, I think you have 110,000 registered RWEs. But you have only about 30, 40,000 places, right? You have a gap of 60 to 70,000, you know, camping places. So if we can, you know, add supply and inventory, not just are we, you know, getting more happy and exciting users, campers, but we also give these local entrepreneurs and farmers and whatnot a great side income. So it's, it's a win-win across the whole marketplace. And I think another um, you know, initiative we are really focusing on is about sustainable tourism, right? I think it's, it's kind of like a, a myth because you have these RVs, they're based on diesel, right? You, you drive around. But actually, if you look at the tourism, it's actually one the best you know, way to have a vacation from an environment uh, perspective. Compare this to take the boat, the ferry, take a plane, take the train. I mean, this is very, very low you know, effect on the environment, right? So it's actually really good for environment as well. And can I do that at the same time and also work close with people like Holsvergerent and other and work with, you know, Allemansrätten and, and uh, make sure people, you know, take care of the nature. I think that's you're actually doing something good for mother nature, right? Yeah, to bring another perspective here to connect it to the nature, it's connected to one of the previous episode where someone brought up, it's actually Maria Frickman, CEO of Is Beyond, who makes outdoor clothing for the kids. Ah, cool. I heard a really interesting perspective that if you have to make the future generations to care about the nature, you need to make them spend more time with the nature so that they appreciate the nature. Uh, so I see with your A-camp, with the RVs, if there are more families going out there, getting the kids more exposed to nature, that's another way where you are bringing in more sustainable-oriented human beings for the future, people who love nature because they have spent more time in the nature. Absolutely. And we see, I mean, one of the biggest trends we have seen in the last four or five years you know, regardless of A-camp, is actually, especially the younger generation, you know, they really want to come out and enjoy the countryside and nature, not just from a, you know, eco-environment perspective, but also from an, uh, you know, activity and a nature experience, right? So I think that's super important. I think, you know, you have these crazy corona times, which is, you know, kind of crazy, but one of the few upsides is actually people have, I think had more time now to actually explore their own, you know, home turf, the home, the countries. I mean, Sweden is an amazing place. Well, why do you need to jump on a plane to the Canary Islands in Spain when I mean, you can go to, you know, all these amazing places in Sweden, right? True, yeah, true. And wait, tell me now another aspect. I want to bring back the question to the purpose, not just profit oriented. It's about people and planet. And since you said you are in the driver's seat of developing businesses, in your plans and strategy, how much you are bringing everything together, people, planet, and profit, not just profit? That's a big question. As I mentioned briefly before, I think if people actually 
camp and enjoy, you know, vacation by camping. I think that's a big, big advantage for our, our modern nature, right? I think you're doing the nature a big favor uh, doing that. I think also when it comes to people, not just me camp, but you know, I mean, I mean, the, the last couple of months, I met hundreds of amazing local entrepreneurs. They have the, you know, they have restaurants that in, in middle of nowhere. They have like farm shops. They have you know, activity events, and you know, if we can bring them more people and visits, and they're gonna bloom and, and flourish, and, and you know, I think we can contribute to the. I mean, to have a lively countryside right not just big cities like Stockholm, Gothenburg, Malmö right and I think your business ACAMP has a unique opportunity or unique position to create a flywheel effect between people planet and profit because if you are exposing more people to the planet thereby you drive more profit profit not only for yourself but for all the other people like the local entrepreneurs yeah so I think you can create a really good positive forward-looking loop between people, planet, and profit. I mean, I mean, we have a vision. It's kind of like what, what he's saying. I mean, the vision for ACAMP is to become a sustainable tourism platform that empowers local business and rural communities, right? So can we, can we have a great platform that's sustainable at the same time, empower great local people and local business. I think that's a win-win for everyone, right? Yeah, that's a great vision. Yeah, I think now you you get on to executing it. Yeah. So now coming back to then the execution side, uh, maybe a a little bit of uh, maybe a twist to the question. You talked about you got into business to be in the driver's seat, but business is also about people. How many people can drive that vehicle? There can be only one person. <laughs> How do you balance that being in the driver's seat but working with the team of people? It's not like just being one one guy or one woman sitting and drives it. Everyone does, right? My mantra is kind of like, I call it 3D, right? Do, delete, and delegate. Uh, myself, is I do everything. I fix the coffee, I do the strategy, and so does everybody else, right? Uh, and also when you delete, it's kind of like, what is really important? Because you get a lot of tasks and you get a lot of actions. What is really important for the business and for people? I think when you are really good at delegate, you get people to grow, right? So I think they can, but it's, it's not just me at the driver's seat, it's everyone. I mean, we make sure we have great, clear, increased roles and people have to take full responsibility for their own verticals and their own actions. Yeah, that's really cool. Do, delete, delegate. Yeah. I call it 3D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 3Ds. That summarizes well how business developers and how business leaders should develop their business and work with a team. You might look at patenting this, Oye. <laughs> yeah, perhaps I can take a patent on it. <laughs> you know, I had the opportunity to work with so many great leaders. I think one of the benefits with, with that, you know, coming from you know Spotify and, and Apple and whatnot, right? It's you know one of the big learnings. I think be curious, right? So if you are curious, that's one of the you know skills, whatever you might say, you can have, right? You're taking to the next point, actually, I wanted to bring up are those character traits of successful business developers. So you mentioned certainly one of those, be curious. I heard from you need to work with people. Any other points that you would like to mention in your experience 
as what are the key traits of a successful business developer absolutely kind of like a cliche right but if you can lead by example and you're not afraid to you know work hard and you you know i'm not a guy to sit in a big glass office and pointy fingers right i want to be out there i want to be i want to talk to people i want to establish relations and work with the team i'm one of the team right so i think that that's of course part of it at the same time i think it's really important to have very clear demands and expectations right so transparency no bullshit and this is what is is expected from everyone that's really important you know i have a clear and crisp goal where everybody is aiming at right don't forget having fun i mean it's actually true it's actually true how do you create this fun environment and you know the fun culture and uh, you know at the same time you can work hard you can have clear goals and and all of that right but if you don't have any uh, you know fun it's going to be you know it's going to be very boring really fast yeah true good point shared oj maybe a difficult question then oj you have been a successful business developer you have learned through the school of life i understand you have been also on board levels at different organizations how does oa as a board member evaluate oa as a business developer that's a good question yeah i think it's no bullshit i think it's very open and honest with, with all not just the success which is probably easy but i think it's hard to be open and honest with your failures and where you have challenges how do you approach the challenges and how do you, you you turn them around i think that's really important you know do more and talk less i mean i'm i'm not a big fan of huge powerpoints and slides and you know I mean again if you look at a camp I mean the business idea or the business model is not unique hundreds or thousands have the same idea right but how do you take the idea from an idea to an actual company so you know action oriented and kind of like the, you know this doer mentality is super important right and I also think you know uh, w- one of the skills i think i have had through, throughout my career is to find the right mix of people right i may share one of the interesting points that came up in one of my previous episode is that sometimes it might be counterintuitive or counterproductive that when you bring in a new team member the overall performance of the team might go down if you do not have developed a good culture for that organization what would be your thoughts and comments on that statement absolutely I mean absolutely that's important right to start from day one to have this culture of which is really important that you actually have a full transparency so especially when when something is not going great which of course is going to happen <laughs> it's happen all the time right but if you don't hide that instead of you know put it forward and we we can as a team you know help out and kick ass right yeah that's interesting thinking You have gone to the school of life. You talked about so many things you have learned. But what's your thought on the topic of unlearning? Because unlearning something that you've already learned might be much more difficult because that's already part of our character. Yeah. That's already part of how we do things and you have been a doer. Have you experienced situations of unlearning that you had to do any thoughts and comments on that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I, I'm not perfect at all. I think I probably have a, a tendency to sometimes to act. You know, we talked about the, the doer mentality. I think sometimes I'm, I have a 
you know, my my profile and my my personality is probably a bit you know fast pace <laughs> fast pacing guy right so sometimes i need to slow down and, and don't act so fast and probably be a little bit more analytical and make sure i have the whole team with me and uh, probably you know listen a little bit more so i think that that's learning always going to have top of mind we are all different right yeah yeah so I'm still trying to I'm still trying to unlearn that. <laughs> and unlearning is certainly difficult, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's why I call habit, right? You know, you should take take years, right? But at least if you wear it, I think that's a good start. Yes, true. It was a great discussion with you. Any thoughts you have in your mind that you would like to share with the community of business developers? People can reach out. One of the things to try to do from time to time to share and, and build a great network and if people have any you know if they want to discuss or talk or have any whatever you know if i can help out for this younger generation I'm, I'm more than happy to do that so don't be a stranger reach out that's such a nice noble thought i will certainly put your contact details in the episode notes but as you said, for the business developer, the power of the network is one such power. Everybody should develop and leverage. Yeah, I think also share your mistakes. I mean, nowadays, I think you have all these success podcasts and success stories, and, and that's great. But personally, I think it's even more exciting to actually see and learn from the mistakes people have done, right? Yeah, true. And I think it spoke my words. That's one of the reasons I have brought up this business developer podcast rather than just sharing their success stories. I want to have that ground level discussion. It's like you and me chatting over a coffee, very open discussion, but everybody gets to listen into it and draw their own learnings from it. I think that's great. I love it. Should have like, a, instead of having this uh, framgångspodden, should have like a, a mistakes podden. <laughs> yeah, true. That's what I try to do that, bring that up and also helping others people to learn from the unlearning moments from others like you said right yeah, yeah yeah and thanks for sharing that you have shared some of those mistakes and some things that you need to improve upon very good so thank you oa for coming here to this episode of the business developer podcast it was my pleasure talking to you thank you again for today thank you very much keep on going i really love your pod and uh, so great great work and uh, take care and uh, talk soon i hope yes sure thanks a lot for your feedback Really good. Uh, much appreciated. That means a lot for me to keep going on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. For a successful business developer, the team and the execution capabilities are the key success factors that I've gathered from today's episode. What have you learned? It is important to draw our own learnings from the life situations we face, even from listening to a podcast. One hack to increase or deepen our learnings from a podcast episode that I have heard from an avid listener is to share and discuss an episode with your friends or family members and be open to diverse perspectives. Give it a try and experience how it worked for you. Hope you could gain some ideas, inspirations or food for thought towards your own journey of developing your business now or in the near future. Do give me a high five if you like this episode. I would also love to hear your feedback and suggestions for improvement. You have multiple channels to do so. LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, or email me directly. My contact information is in the episode notes. That's it for now. See you again in the next episode of the Business Developer Podcast. 
stay happy healthy curious to learn and remember do delete delegate bye for now